Hey, it's Kelly. How are we doing? Uh, what a wonderful game that Portland experience was on uh, early this morning. It was great. You could tell Dame from the outset, as OKC got off to that really profound start, you could tell he was in it. And not just like he's looking a little haughty when it's time to settle down a run or something like that. Like in when OKC was kicking a little butt, uh, he just had that look. And uh, I watched him on that TNT overtime camera the whole game. And it wasn't like a steely focus. It wasn't. He, he was just at work. But he knew that that night was going to be different. And, you know, in the NBA, you know, that stuff starts to show up and word starts to get out. So suddenly a point total has to be a statement. And it was. The statement is he, he really hates Russell Westbrook. And now probably Paul George for that uh, cold fish handshake of a comment he gave him after the game. But I don't think it was a it was forced. It, he didn't rise to Russell's occasion. I genuinely think if it had been the Jazz, I genuinely think if it had been some inert opponent, I would have seen that same face, and that everyone here would have seen, no matter the opponent, the same face we saw telling us what was what from on top of that. That tackle fest, because he had a 37-foot shot and won another series, and they tackled him, so that's why that happened. He's just like that. And Drew Holiday is really good at defense. He's really good. So, yeah, they got beat by the Pelicans. But they got beat by a team with Drew Holiday and Anthony. Any Davis on it. So, yeah, that was fun. It was crazy watching it from the TNT overtime angle because you're watching it from, in, at least in that instance, when they when they cut from the, the mid-court action camera to the baseline for the shot, uh, you're with the camera that's underneath the hoop, so you're moving around with that camera person, and it's great. So I had to lean. I had to, like... In front of the laptop that I'm talking into right now, because that's my studio setup. I don't even know where my mic is on this laptop. Some of y'all can probably tell. Uh, I had, you know, you got to move to to see the ball go in. I was getting out of the way of other people, same as they were getting out of the way as the cameraman woman. It was it was it's a delightful way to watch a game. It's it's really great for those of you that are doing the streams. I dig it. I understand it, but you know if. You maybe want to give the local Sean Elliott's a miss. I shouldn't have said his name. He's he's fine, actually. Sean Elliott is fine. And his partners in the broadcast are fine. Uh, there's no behind the box scores because uh, I write them and then they end up turning into bits and pieces on the team that lost. And bits and pieces. We're not going to learn anything from them because these two teams aren't playing each other. 
after this. That's kind of my whole point with Behind the Box. Or you didn't get to see this. What does this mean going forward? What happened last night? So we curled these silly thoughts over into the previews and uh, the other stuff over into <laughs> these getting kitten posts, which uh, we'll be throwing out uh, a bunch more this week because, uh, yeah, it's we could have. There could be two elimination games on Wednesday night. Let's get to those. Uh, if Utah just strides into Houston and just pretends it's a it's a Wednesday, oh, why aren't we the ESPN game tonight? And that it's in March or November or something. If they just treat it like another game, but also they decide to add the quirk of forcing James Harden to his offhand all the time, then they can win. Utah can win. They could. Houston is very good, and Utah barely was barely winning before they decided to beat up. But uh, maybe it gets more severe with the uh, anti-Gobert faction uh, uh, holding protests and, and carrying signs and uh, uh, leaving the rubbish out on the streets. I, I don't know what, what, what... Listen, I'm between chapters. The trick with Utah is is just... Packing up those points the same way that Houston does. Getting those little uh, Ricky Rubio leaners and, and stuff in on the first bits. Getting Derek, uh, uh, you know, favors. Can go nuts as a center. He's a very good center. He's very good. So this might be his deal. This might, you know, this is a series where Nene, if you were healthy, could do wonderful things. It may not be a Gobert sort of trip. No shame in that. James Harden's super weird. So I would like to see it go back to Utah. I love those uniforms out there, the ones that they had to wear the red shirts to complete the, the baseline color scheme to in game three. I'd love for it to go back to Utah. It'd be fantastic. I think I think the competition on paper deserves that length of series. But Houston can win by 28 tonight because James Harden can just do crazy, crazy things from 26 feet away. And it's a it's a tickle. It's a millisecond. It's just a. It's not even a twitch. A twitch is what Gary Payton does. Twitch is what every other great, brilliant, amazing Hall of Fame point guard does. James Harden is something we haven't. It's like how they don't know how cats purr. I think like they still don't know exactly what makes it happen. That's James Harden. We don't. We haven't identified the part that makes all this possible. Lots of people have had left hands before. I see them. Two or three that I know. Sam Perkins and, uh, and Tony Kukoc. I, I couldn't name anymore. So, yeah, that could happen as well. And the late game is uh, the Clippers. They've had extra days off. Maybe Danilo Gallinari uses that and gets to the line 18 times and scores those delightful little uh, pop-in Kelly Chipuka 12-footers. And... Uh, <laughs> Every time I say Kelly Trapuca's name, I think I got to do a, a, a weird guitar lick and then a dive bomb because no one should have to do that. Yeah, they, they could extend it, but Golden State can win a, t a game three different times. It, it just can, especially at home. So enjoy watching your Clippers one last time because if they go down, they're going to go down picking and rolling. And... Uh, Everyone should truly uh, seek out that Mark Spears uh, piece. Um, just letting the players have their talk. Mark Spears is going to write his tail off, and he's just like, I'm going to get out of the way of this one. 
for all the stuff that oral histories get these days. Bring them on. More people talking in their own words? Okay, cool. So, yeah, go seek that out and get some insight into uh, what doesn't feel like five years ago, but was five years ago when we finally got to say goodbye to Donald Sterling. <laughs> So yeah, if both teams, uh, uh, if the series aren't sent tonight, I'm just going to keep throwing these uh, season enders at you because they're a lot of fun because we're going to have a million behind the box scores uh, uh, later this week and this weekend and beyond. Um, I'm certainly not going to let a game seven pass without doing a DTP. I hope you are all, all, all are doing well. Thank you for listening, the, the few dozen that do. And... Um, Boy, these are some these are some great times. If you can make it up that late, cool. That's cool. You're never gonna forget that. You're never, ever, ever gonna forget that. I'm not. And that's why we watch. Now I can remember yesterday for the rest of my life. That's cool. Take care, everyone.